So last night uh, we heard from each other in some really profound ways and just want to offer a bit of uh, just follow-up from that. Uh, can I just begin by saying, you know, the depth of experience uh, when it comes to listening to God. It was just so refreshing and encouraging for me. Uh, as soon as we were done, um, I just went into the Gospels and was taking notes and, and reminded of so many scenes and images and experiences from the Scripture and from my own life. It was just a really cool night uh, together. Um, the group that gathered, you know, we had people that, that are just on a journey of redigging some old wells, um, coming through uh, just some significant grief and loss in the past season. And yet, you know, some of these people are, are especially just in a place where God's love is actually becoming crystallized, coming to life uh, for them in, in very clear ways. Some of us just finding the season of COVID-19 to be especially restful and helpful in our lives and others saying the opposite, that there's just so much busyness and noise right now. One person even likened uh, the noise of life to being like blaring music that's being pumped into their ears day by day. And just, just how do I hear God? How do I learn to listen to God in the middle of all this noise? More than once, a story was shared of, of a time when God's voice, and usually not like an audible voice, but, but rather, you know, some uh, circumstance or something visual happening um, that, that became overwhelmingly clear at a time of sorrow and loss. And in fact, God's voice at or around funerals and death was actually a theme that arose a few times. And uh, I found that interesting. And what I really found fascinating um, was just the, the sharing of that raw emotion that took place throughout the conversation. Uh, even those who couldn't gather last night can likely attest and relate to this, that our experience with God's voice is often quite an emotional experience. And, and this is something that, that sometimes shrugged off or ignored as being unhealthy or untrustworthy. But, but the truth is that, that we tend to realize that emotions, you know, literally that which moves us from inside, those, those sort of gut emotions are a significant part of our connection with God. Certainly uh, our emotions um, can get away from us. Um, and we will talk about this in the weeks ahead. But emotional relationship, felt relationship with God is just so important uh, when it comes to listening and, and, and learning God's voice in our life. Uh, and I want to just really reaffirm that as a really central theme throughout this week, that our listening to God takes place in a real, lived relationship of love with God. And that is not just saying the words, yeah, God loves me, and then moving on. Um, but, but this is a real, felt, and experienced love uh, from God, right? When left to just reason or thoughts alone, God's love can always have a sort of yeah, but attached to it, right? 
there is something rather quite visceral, literally from the gut, uh, about our relationship with God that cannot be ignored and that truly drives and moves us. We, we are far more than we like to, to think or imagine. We are emotional uh, creatures moved about by by the feelings, by the desires, by, by our loves. Again, picture the servant in the parable of the talents. He perceived his master to be a harsh man. And it was that feeling of fear, more than just the thought of harshness, you know, but the, it was the feeling of fear, what, what, might, what harshness might happen to me that moved the servant uh, to bury his talents in a field, unused, untouched. And to use a word from last night's discussion, that servant is caught in legalism, we might say. Uh, a sense that to perform well will merit the master's approval, and it will feel good, uh, while to fail will merit harshness from the master, and that will be a very unpleasant experience for me, right? So rather than engaging with the master's work openly and freely, the safest bet the servant came up with was simply to do nothing with it, just to bury the gift, to protect it, to control it, to handle it, to keep it within his safe limits. And, and that there is the posture of legalism. And it's a posture that's created by emotion, by the emotion of fear, rather than the reality, the, the experience of real love. You see, because we know this, that, you know, love drives away fear. Love makes fear an unreasonable choice. To know that you are loved right through uh, allows you to put fear to the side. Right? You don't need to try to control things so much. You are thoroughly and freely loved. And this is the place where we can receive, where we can give away, we can respond freely, engage freely with the voice of God around us, with the possibilities uh, of God uh, in our lives. And uh, as we grow daily into just this experience of God's loving kindness, his tenderness for us, his forgiveness, his protection, his, his constant gaze in, in our life, uh, our willingness to come out of hiddenness, you know, to unbury the treasure that God has given us, uh, this, this begins to emerge in our lives. And this is, again, why knowing love and, and, and feeling that love will usher us into the kind of freedom that receives and responds, that gives and that takes uh, without the need to control. And that is a sort of openness to God that is so much needed uh, as we learn to listen together. Perhaps you could just take some time this weekend and really think and pray about, just meditate on uh, just the emotions that are connected and really the emotions at the very base of your relationship with God. Uh, perhaps there is a lot of 
fear and harshness uh, that is driving you to perhaps listen to God in some unhealthy ways or, or protect and control your relationship with God in some unhealthy ways. And uh, I would encourage you to continue to take time in the Gospels. Really, really soak yourself in the ways of Jesus. And, and that sounds so cliche, but, but just get to know the sort of person that Jesus is. Because when you look at Jesus, you are looking at God in flesh. This is the sort of heart. This is the sort of mind. This is the sort of words and activities that God has for us. And so get to know the life and the love of God through Jesus. And, uh, and let's let that, that life of Jesus really, again, re-narrate, re-story um, the way that we look at God. Because that will have so much impact on your listening to God uh, right now. So be blessed as you go into this weekend, and we will dive into a new uh, segment of this journey starting on Monday.